Welcome to episode 72 of EIU Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Rich Moser. This week, we visit with former EIU swimmer Nancy Williams. Williams was a top freestyle sprint swimmer for the Panthers in the late 1990s that still ranks in the EIU career top 10. Her original career path took her to Texas in a job with State Farm. Since that time, she has followed a different passion, opening up her own cookie company called Frosted. Williams talks about her time at EIU, how she got involved in her current business, and an interesting story about how her cookies got into the hands of one of EIU's most famous alumni. We are now in our second season of EIU Panthers podcast, and you can listen to any of our previous episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Search EIU Panthers podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio podcasts. Consolidated Communications is a proud sponsor of Eastern Illinois Athletics. Want to learn more about the latest in broadband for your home or business? Then visit Consolidated.com today. Congratulations to Dustin Hatfield and Mia Monahan on winning weekly awards from the Ohio Valley Conference. Hatfield won the OVC Track Athlete of the Week award, while Monahan was the OVC Freshman of the Week for women's basketball. Both Panthers basketball teams are at home this weekend with the annual care game slated for Saturday. EIU tennis and track are on the road, while the Panthers softball team opens the spring season. Swimming will be in action next week at the Summit League Championships in North Dakota. To stay up to date on all news, schedule, scores, and more related to EIU athletics, visit us online at eiupanthers.com, the official athletic website of Eastern Illinois Athletics, or follow us on Twitter at EIU Panthers. Now to this week's episode of EIU Panthers podcast with former EIU swimmer Nancy Williams. And welcome to another edition of EIU Panthers podcast. We are now joined today by Nancy Ori Williams. And I give you the full name because one is a married name and one is the name she would have swam with under here at Eastern Illinois when she was a swimmer back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And thanks for joining us on the program, Nancy. Thank you for having me. And Williams is the, is the, the name you swam under here. So when people hear that, I don't know if you go by all three. I know when I found you on, on Facebook, it's all three, but I think sometimes Facebook and those types of things, it, it mandates you to put them in, or you may have started your Facebook page before you got married and just kind of added the one extra name as, as part of your, your information there. Yeah, I don't go by all three all the okay. time, but <laughs> on Facebook, I guess it makes it easier for school time friends to find me. Yes, especially with Williams being a very common last name, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we mentioned, you, you did swim here at Eastern Illinois. You swam. Uh, how I kind of got your information is two of our previous podcast guests, um, Amanda Boss and then Nellie Rose Farella. They both provided your information. And we'll, one of the reasons they, they provided your information, we'll get to as we go through the podcast here. But you, you swam at a time back in the late 90s, early 2000 for them. And I have you listed in the top 10 still. And I don't know if you ever follow this still for in the top 10 for sprint records um, and freestyle. So is that how you would, would identify yourself as a swimmer or is that something that coach Padavan said when you got here, you're a sprinter, even if you've never done it before? Oh, no, I came uh, wanting to be a sprinter. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then freestyle is, is the, the event. I know that's what you, uh, I just mentioned your records were in is, did you have another discipline or was, was freestyle just kind of where you, you always felt most comfortable swimming? 
Um, I actually swam hundred breaststroke and um, often did the breaststroke leg of the medley relay. Okay. But I think my name has long since fallen off <laughs> in um, in the breaststroke arena. But okay. So you would yeah. definitely say your 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 strength would be as a, in a freestyle category then. Yes. Okay. And that's the most fun, right? Yes. Yes. I, I think that's the one. I think when anybody, I think anybody can swim that one. It's the one where if people have ever seen a swim meet, you can actually, believe it or not, you can actually just dis, get disqualified for in swim meets, which I don't think people know is if you don't swim the, the other three strokes properly and freestyle, I think it is it, it exactly there in the word. It's freestyle. However you want to swim, as long as you can finish the race. Yeah. Go as fast as you can. Just do it. So. <laughs> Um, you're now living in Texas, but you're originally from the, the Midwest, um, swimming in, uh, in the Midwest. What attracted you, I guess, to come to Eastern Illinois when, when you were a swimmer? Were there, did you have a lot of options or was this kind of, did you come here to follow a, a certain degree or did you have family members that kind of went to Eastern and this was where everybody in your family kind of always went? Uh, well, I lived in Bloomington, so it was not too far away, but I, Landed at Eastern by accident. My, yep. <laughs> uh, we were visiting family in Effingham and my dad drove me to Eastern just to see the pool. We did not contact Ray ahead of time or anything. We were just kind of wandering around. And I might even, if I remember correctly, say Ray was a little annoyed that we were poking around <laughs> the pool. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing here? But, um, we introduced ourselves. I told him a little bit about my swimming experience and he perked up a little bit. And um, then we set up a recruiting trip and I spent the night with um, some girls on the team and spent a day with them. And I also visited um, Illinois State University and Butler University. Um, Butler, oh my gosh, I loved where they swim and that campus and everything. But Ray won me over completely when he, I'll never forget the sentence when he said, I want swimming to be part of your college experience, not all of it. Um, and some other coaches were very, you can't join a sorority. You can't do this. You have to live here. You have, and um, where it was really, strict and yeah. uh that didn't sound fun and ray uh had he said school comes first swimming comes second and you're free to do other things so that's it that's what I've heard that. It's, it's funny how you say that. It sounds like that was probably Ray's recruiting speech his entire time here because I heard that from the <laughs> other people that that have swam as well is that you know, people that have been to the Eastern pool, the facility is not going to win you over. I, th I think when you come to campus and you start to meet people, you can feel at home on the campus. But like you said, it, it's he wants you to have the entire college experience. So it's something you probably look back fondly on and you probably get together with some of your former teammates and you guys probably have good memories of your time here and they may not always be in the pool. Very, very true. Very true. Yeah. I just can't believe it's been like 25 years. <laughs> so hard to believe. Well, um, like as we said now, you, you do live in Texas. So how did you, I guess, migrate from Illinois to Texas? Was it as soon as you were done, like 
I've had enough of the, the winter weather and I, I, I'm heading south or was it for, for a job reason or something like that? Um, I got a job. I was hired over the phone, basically. And I moved. I graduated in December of 2000. And in January, I moved to Texas. I'd never been to the state and I didn't know anyone here. So yeah. <laughs> um, it was kind of wild. I knew I could always go home if it didn't work out. But I worked at State Farm. So okay. being Bloomington, that automatically kind of felt like home. Um, and I happened to work in the department that my dad worked in okay. Bloomington in the same part of the company. So my coworkers even knew my mom and dad. So okay. um, it was a good transition. I had to get out of the cold. I was done with Northern winters and I've been here 22 years now and absolutely love it. Okay. And to talk about that, we before we started recording the podcast today, I, I joke with you a little bit as you guys are kind of getting hit by some of the the cold weather right now. And you you admitted very candidly that you gave up the the snow tools, as I would call them. Um, don't have a scraper in the car, don't have a shovel at the house. So when you guys do get hit by this, I, as you mentioned, you guys really just hunker down and kind of wait it out. Yes, school's been canceled. We are, I guess it was COVID that made us all very good at just being at home. It was no big deal. And we've got the fire going and making the kids hot chocolate. And we're very happy. Yeah. <laughs> now, one of the other reasons that, that we have you on the program, is, like I said, we, um, we alluded to at the start is kind of, we always try to find interesting things that our alumnus are doing now. For you, you are a and I don't know if it's a baker by trade or a baker by accident, but you do own your own baking company now. It is called Frosted. We'll get, give you the plug here if you go online. And, and Nancy said up front, she can't ship out of state. So you have to go to Texas to actually get the product from her. But to look on her webs um, on Facebook, it's at TX Frosted is the company. If you want to go look at some of her, her samples after you hear the podcast. But how did you fall into this is this have you always kind of baked or is it i was making cookies for you know my kids thing at school one day and somebody said oh those are really good uh, it it did start by accident it actually started with making cake balls have you heard of those i have heard of those yes they're very okay. hard to make so that's uh, the fact that you can do those is, is a talent in itself i know and i'm not that artistic so it's funny, but I made cake balls. It was kind of during the season where my friends were getting married and there were showers and parties all the time. And, um, I made them for friends and I had heard enough times that you need to sell these. So I did, um, and that wave kind of came and left and I was getting orders with, for cake balls and, oh, could you try to make this kind of cookie? And now decorated sugar cookies are all the rage and, um, it's a very time-consuming, calming hobby, I guess, but um, nice to get a little play money. And um, I love seeing people's faces when they get their orders because it's usually a pretty fun exchange. Okay. And then I, I looked, I saw on the website that that this is the second incarnation of, of, of your business. You guys, you and your, your husband lived in one part of Texas and moved to a, another part and kind of moved the business from essentially from one household to the other when you were when you were there is I'm guessing that's when you kind of got into the helping the friends with the the cake balls and the things for the types of weddings 
Correct. And um, gosh, I've moved to two different places okay. since the beginning, but or, so I'm on my third. But uh, yeah, I wanted a simple, it was called Justin Cakes. Um, one of my best friends made it up and I thought it was cute, but we needed uh, to make it more simple as I would be attracting strangers at this point. And it was a great way to meet people, um, the people throwing parties and having fun events. And it helped me get uh, mixed into my new cities pretty quickly. Okay. And then when you, you talk about making the cookies there, is there a, a favorite that you have or a, a that you kind of have become maybe your specialty one that, that you would say you're known for? Well, I'm not much of a baker. I have okay. one recipe for the cookies. Uh, they're all the same flavor. They all just look different. And it works, so I'm not changing. Okay. And then my, my kind of follow-up question with that is, is, is you see, you, you talked about how the, the sugar cookies seem to be all the rage nowadays. If you're watching the, the Food Network, you can even see baking shows on there. Is, is that you know, an aspiration for you to down the road that you'd want to be a contestant on one of those shows or is that? Well, actually, um, I had submitted to be on okay. one of the holiday baking shows and they did call me, but um, I was wildly unprepared for the phone call that I didn't know was coming. And it was a very spunky, like 20 year old out of Los Angeles asking me, about my hobbies. And I was like, I have two babies and yeah. <laughs> a business. It, I didn't, and I didn't answer her questions the way she wanted. So they, they passed, I guess, but maybe one day that'll come back around. Interesting how that works. It's, um, it, we had a, a guest on our podcast a few weeks ago and they were, uh, ended up being a contestant on Shark Tank, the show. And so I'm always curious as oh, to yeah. how you, you see people on these shows and you always, I'm always curious as to how you get from point A to, to point B. It, it, it was interesting that they just, I guess, randomly you applied and they kind of just randomly follow up with you. You don't even know that you're going to get that. Yeah. I had no idea it was coming and uh, missed opportunity, I guess, but okay. oh well. Now for you guys, I mean, do you, I, I, for the business here, as you're growing this, is this something that you now have as a storefront or do you do this all out of your house? And I guess if, if it is out of your house, do you have, you know, hopes to kind of grow it? I know you said you, you just mentioned you have young children. I'm, I know that's going to be, take up a lot of your time in and of itself. Yeah, no, um, it's out of my house. Um, Texas has pretty well laid out home baking laws that are followed. Um, no, I have no interest in a storefront having to go keep hours somewhere, whatever. I can do this at home while the kids are at school and it works well. So yeah. we'll just keep at it. Very good. Because I asked on that is because nowadays it seems like every corner seems that in a, in a town, especially probably in the areas of Texas you live in, there seems to be a cupcake shop or a cookie shop on every corner. Yeah. So I didn't know if that was the, the trend you were heading towards or like you just mentioned, you were more comfortable just keeping it at home. Yeah. Yeah. Not at this, not at this point. Okay. We're good the way. And then one of the other things that and you sent me a picture of this and it was a, a kind of an interesting tidbit is one of your famous customers up happens to be, you live in the Dallas area right now, happens to also be one of EIU's more famous alums. You have a picture of Tony Romo having gotten some of your cookies. How did, how did that come about and happen? 
Oh, that was fun. Um, I live in Tyler, which is about 90 miles east of Dallas. There's okay. some really great golf courses here. And um, Tony was participating in a golf tournament. Um, and he stayed at a house. The residents vacated it and let him have the house. Um, I guess this has gone on for several years, but um, we're friends with the owners of the house who okay. just mentioned it in passing. Um, and I made some EIU, some cowboys, some golf um, cookies and left them in the kitchen for him. Um, we didn't meet, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> and he sent me a cute picture holding the uh, kind of an old main inspired cookie. So, okay. I thought that was really. And you, and you said that that um, when you sent that, you had even mentioned that that you had not met Tony, and you guys would have crossed over just barely here, but he would have just kind of been coming an Eastern Illinois athlete when you when you were finishing there. So it's you guys have now crossed paths twice, but never probably officially met. <laughs> no, and um, I had lived. Uh, I was already in Dallas when the Cowboys uh, signed him on. I can't believe I'm gonna tell you this it's funny though but um and I was like I need to meet this guy he needs someone to talk about La Bamba's with and Ike's or whatever the other fun places we went to and uh, my now husband and his friends just laughed and they said he's dating Jessica Simpson he does not need any help in the social <laughs> department and I was like I know but I'm from there I get it and anyway uh it was really fun to have that connection to the Cowboys during those years and the alumni association that worked with North Texas had several watch parties. So I met actually a lot of Eastern alum that ended up in North Texas. We had some really fun um, Cowboys watching parties out at restaurants and stuff. So it all, I think it was good for everyone. Very good. Now you, you talked about, you were able to meet some, some alums there, but the probably the dearest alums and you talked about having those Eastern connections are going to be the, the ladies and the guys since Eastern's pro, program is a men's and women's team really coached as one, one program, I guess, kind of looking back at that, what are some of maybe the, the, the top memories that you have from during your time, maybe a top meet or a top trip that you took when you were an athlete at Eastern? Oh man. Um, the Florida training trips. I'm sure that's a popular answer. Um, <laughs> man, uh, I tell my son now who swims about um, those training. I mean, you swim four plus hours a day, but I guess it's a testament to how young we were to lay out on the beach all day, swim all those hours, have fun at night and do it all again. Um, we were tough cookies, but there's, those are some great memories. Um, and even the van rides to the different swim meets were somehow super fun and becoming the best we could all together. I loved it. Very good. Well, I wish you, I thank you for your time today, Nancy. I hope you guys are able to, to stay warm and, and keep power down there as you guys are getting some, <laughs> some of the, the bottom end of the cold spell, the snow that Eastern and, and Central Illinois have gotten. You're not missing that by any means. It was a, probably over a foot of snow here. <sighs> oh uh, no. <laughs> so, um, much, be much better than, much better than the ice. I can tell you if that's what you guys are getting down there. <laughs> Um, have you, has Ray come to see you or talk to you? Ray has, Ray, Ray actually still is around. He will, um, 
he's lives here, retired, of course, lives here in Charleston still. He is actually still the official for any of the home meets for, for swimming. No way. Okay, that's so, cool. So he has stayed very involved with the program, even though we've had, Ray was the head coach when I started here, and we're now on maybe our fifth coach since Ray, sixth coach since Ray, but um, but, but Ray's still, you know, the pool's course named after him, but Ray's still a, an icon, and, you know, it was good to work with him, and it's always great to see him around. Oh, that's neat. So, okay. well, I appreciate your time, Nancy. Thank you very much. And best of luck with the uh, frosted cookie business moving forward. Thank you. I've had fun. <laughs>